Welcome to Streamable, the podcast about the best streaming content out there. We're going to be reviewing shows and movies from Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Disney+, Peacock, whatever other services they come up with. So sit back, listen to our review, and then you can tell us how wrong we are on Twitter. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Brett. And together we have over 57 years of movie watching experience. Wait, we were watching movies when we were born? Shh, shut up. All right, so what I've learned about this show, you should be, you should be afraid of every 18, 19-year-old girl out there because they have wolf DNA, and I've been trained by the American government to kill you. Wait, what? We did that last week, Jimmy. No, it's it's Hannah 2 time again, right? I've no, been, you're I've stuck been, in a time loop. I've been reviewing this show for years. So today we're talking about Palm Springs... Which is about a time loop. Which Jimmy is currently stuck in, apparently. I don't know if I... I don't, I don't know if I'd actually like being in a time loop at all. Oh, God, I'd love it. Let me we'll see. That. Okay, <laughs> sure. There's pros and cons. That. We'll, we'll pros get and cons. We'll explain what a time loop is. First off, uh, a time loop is go watch the movie Groundhog Day. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Stop this podcast if you have not seen Groundhog Day and watch Groundhog Day. It is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, I've seen it a dozen... I feel like I watch it every day, honestly. That's an inside joke. You'll get it if you watch the movie. <laughs> I mean, if you want to watch a slightly different version of Groundhog Day, you can go watch 1201, which the creator of which sued Groundhog Day for being very similar to his movie slash short story. Yeah, whatever. They're all ripoffs of Groundhog Day. Yeah, Groundhog Day is the best one, Basically, like, no matter what. Uh, this movie references Groundhog Day. It's very uh, aware of how derivative it is, I think. But it tries to do a few things different. Ultimately, I don't think it's as good as Groundhog Day, but that's pretty high expectations. Yeah, uh, it could ever be as good as Groundhog Day when the entire premise is so like simple and straightforward that it's going to be like a trope of Groundhog Day. They skip over some of the... Well, more repetitive and slower pacing parts of Groundhog Day. But yeah, we'll get into it. Just before you keep listening, go go watch Groundhog Day if you haven't, because that's uh, just an amazing movie. But yeah, Palm Springs, Hulu original, first one we've seen in a very long time out of Hulu. It, it seems to be getting very well-reviewed. Apparently broke streaming records or something. I guess a ton of people are watching it. I don't know I'm how everything sure is breaking streaming records right now, though. Everyone's just home. Uh, I mean, I don't know. This in particular, I saw articles about... I don't really know why, uh, I guess, because it's the only fucking thing Hulu has in the last year. Yeah, they never make movies, that's why. I don't know, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they should. I mean, quality-wise, it was great. Andy Samberg and Christina Milotti? I think it's Kristen. Kristen Milotti. I don't know. It was a Lonely Island production, I guess. That company does movies. Like I only yeah. know for music they, videos. They've done a few movies. Okay, and is <laughs> is Andy Samberg actually like a owner, co-owner of that company? Or yeah, along okay, with I, kind of... I think along with uh, the other guy that's in from from the Jizz yeah. in My Pants video. Yeah, and then I think they have a third friend that that was the Lonely Island before. Okay, I kind of yeah, I kind of figured it's the 
Yeah, they did like Hot Rod and that weird movie about him being like a superstar. Like that was like a, I don't know. I never watched the Superstar movie, but Hot Rod was kind of funny. Okay, yeah. So the movie opens with a magic earthquake, and then I think we just see Andy Samberg wake up, right? We just yeah. hear wake up. Uh, he has sex with his girlfriend. He's really not that into it. Uh, I don't even think he can come. And then he lays by the pool. They, you see signs. They're at a wedding. They're in Palm Springs. Duh. Name of the movie. She's like a bridesmaid or something. He's obviously just kind of there. Uh, he shows up at the wedding, I think, wearing shorts and a Hawaiian t-shirt and cracks open a beer. And it's kind of like, wow, he's just you know, really selfish asshole. He doesn't give a shit. But then we start to see things through Sarah's eyes. She's the older sister of Tala, the girl that's getting married. And she gets really drunk and she's supposed to do a speech and her speech isn't ready. And then Niles comes in and gives a, a good speech for some reason. Good in quotes, because the speech doesn't really make sense either. Yeah, well, whatever. He's complimented on it. Sure. And then he is trying to get Sarah to dance, and he's, like, weirdly predictive of what other people are doing. So this is when it kind of starts to hit you, especially if you're familiar with these types of movies, that, oh, we, we didn't start from the beginning. He's been in the loop for a while. Yeah. He's able to, you know, catch people falling and whatever. Just all kinds of shit that clearly he's been, you know, doing the Bill Murray routine for a while that he literally knows where everyone's going to be. So Niles flirts with Sarah, and then I think he he's, he always introduces himself as Misty's boyfriend because everyone knows Misty, and he's just kind of a fucking random at the wedding. Yeah. So she's like, you know, how how would Misty feel about this? And then he shows her that she's cheating on him. She's getting eaten out in their hotel room. So they just kind of watch that for a while, and then they go hook up out in the desert. And they're about to have sex, and then Niles gets hit, hit with an arrow. Yeah. And Sarah's just totally freaking out. She's like, what the fuck? And he's just kind of like, "God oh, damn it, and he runs off. And it's kind of like, you know, Sarah's voicing exactly what we're feeling, because we're like, where the fuck did that come from? Uh, and then Niles crawls into this cave and snaps to the next day, wake up. So that's kind of the loop. And he you know, does his thing, talks to Misty, goes out, sits in the pool, but then Sarah comes out yelling at him, like, what did you do to me? So apparently this cave is the trigger for the time loop, and it's not just Niles getting caught in it. Sarah got caught in it as well. Niles basically does a little exposition, explains how time loops work. They go out to the desert. The, the cave isn't there yet. Niles you know, does magic and the, the cave appears because he knows when everything happens. They go into the cave, day resets. So he explains that anytime you go into the cave or anytime you go to sleep, day resets back to today. So very, very similar premise to Groundhog Day with the exception of the physical location of this entity that if you approach it, it also resets. So Sarah, you know, freaks out. She... Drives home to Texas, tries to stay awake, falls asleep. Eventually, of course, wakes up. Niles basically like tries to convey that the only way to live is to embrace that absolutely nothing matters at all. He talks about all the times he's tried suicide. Again, very, very Groundhog Day. 
he does emphasize that you want to die quickly. So Sarah's driving and she runs them into a semi truck. He basically undoes his seatbelt and he's like, I, I don't want to be in the ICU because pain is real and you'll remember that. I want to die instantly. But then he eventually explains the guy that shot him with an arrow. Uh, his name is Roy. He was a guest at the wedding. One of Niles's loops, he decided to do coke with him. And he showed him the cave. And, of course, Roy got stuck in the time loop as well. Uh, and then it kind of does a montage of Roy having tortured Niles several times. So apparently he's very, very upset with Niles for getting him stuck in the loop. In one loop... Well, basically, yeah, Niles kind of talks through all the things he's done. Uh, in one of the loops, he tried to fuck the bride. <laughs> yeah, that one was a good one. Yeah. Because <laughs> he tries to interrupt him during the first dance. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, can I cut in? And they're like, it's the first dance. <laughs> I think you would have been a little slicker about it. but, And then Sarah has this great idea that maybe being a selfless person is the way out of the time loop, which, of course, is the exact plot of Groundhog Day. So she goes to her sister during the middle of the wedding and says some secret to her, and suddenly there's a, a crack in the earthquake. And I guess it's kind of just a red herring you think She's found her way out, but she wakes up the next day. It's it's reset. That's that's not the answer. So she kind of gives up and embraces, you know, Niles' idea. Uh, oh, I just realized his name is Niles. Is he a nihilist? Because nothing matters. I, 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 no, I think that's a stretch. <laughs> no, I think it's intentional. Anyway, they go to a gun range. They hang out at the pool. They go dancing. Um, they drive around. They steal a plane, which I would definitely do. They fuck with people randomly. He he comes up and says there's a bomb in the cake, which, by the way, was in the goddamn trailer and ruined the funniest part of the movie for me. <laughs> it was still kind of funny, but... No, it was, it was pretty hilarious. I don't watch trailers. Don't watch trailers, people. Trailers are I don't, bad I, mean, I don't search out these trailers. They're just there. I you can just immediately turn it off. Yet. Immediately turn it off. Just start I'm going, not, la, 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 yeah. la, 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 la. I'm not yeah. watching any more trailers. Ever. Trailers are bad. That was the funniest part of the movie. Uh, yeah. They, they put a bomb in the cake just to fuck with people, and he grabs it and shoots it with a crossbow, and it explodes. Yeah, it, was, it was pretty good. I mean, there's lots of funny parts of the movie, though. So they, they have this kind of heart-to-heart. -heart. Niles talks about the past doesn't matter, and he says he can't really remember anything before the time loop. Like, he's been in it for so long, he doesn't remember who he actually was. Although I think that's a lie, but we never really get back to that. They finally have sex with each other because, whatever, they've been together for days and days. And then Sarah wakes up again at the start of the day. So we've always seen Niles wake up at the start of the day when the day resets. But now Sarah wakes up, and she wakes up in the bedroom of the groom. So the thing she has to keep reliving is that she fucked her sister's fiancé the night before her wedding. And then she kind of goes really crazy. She shows up with Niles and just starts acting really weird, I guess because she's sick of, of living with it. She's just kind of driving, and they get pulled over by a cop. Of course, it's Roy. He tases Niles, but then Sarah runs him over with the car and fucks up his legs. They're arrested by another cop, and they're kind of just sitting there talking, and Roy can, or Niles confesses that they had sex like a thousand times, because time loop. 
And yeah, Sarah's just pissed off and goes and kills herself. But obviously time resets. Niles looks for her the next day to try to apologize. She's not there. He looks around. He basically does that over and over again. Every day he goes and looks for Sarah. So seemingly she wakes up a little bit before him and that she's, you know, able to kind of start her day, start her time loop before he is, I think. Makes sense though. Yeah. Yeah. That they when they wake up on the day that they woke up, that's that's when they always wake up. So he can't find her. Eventually he is just depressed and one night I guess was hanging out with the the bachelors at the end of the wedding kind of a group of guys in the groom's bedroom and he smells her perfume it's a very distinct perfume he smells it on the pillow and he's like oh shit she she fucked him because she was in this bedroom so he goes and confronts him the next day during the middle of uh the wedding ceremony or the uh reception rather and stabs him in the face with a fork (laughs) that was pretty funny but still has no idea where Sarah is. Eventually, he goes to Roy, uh, who lives in Irvine. So apparently, Roy, every few days, makes the trek out to Palm Springs to fuck with Niles, basically. But he hasn't seen him in a long time. So he goes out to Irvine and, and sees him. And I do love the part where he doesn't even... Roy doesn't even remember Niles' name. That's sad. Like he met him so long ago that he doesn't remember, even though he keeps torturing him all the time. And he was kind of like nice to him, and it was really weird. But obviously, he was at home with his family. He, you know, didn't want to torture the guy. But he asked him about it, and he's like, "Yeah, I ended up spending days in the ICU because my legs were crushed, and they didn't want me to go into a coma, so they wouldn't let me sleep." And he's like, yeah, nothing worse than dying slowly in the ICU. Like, Niles has learned that, but Roy finally got a taste of his own medicine. So he kind of reconciles. He's like, yeah, what I did do was a little fucked up. And I do love the quote that uh, basically Roy has has given up, you know, fucking with him. He's enjoying this day. He knows all he ever has is this day. He was really upset about that for a while, but he says it's a perfect day. You know, I have a beautiful wife. I have two young kids. I get to spend the day with them forever. And he's like, you know, you got to find your Irvine, which was hilarious to us because we went to school in Irvine. And then Niles asks Roy to kill him one last time. So he stands in his recycling bin and gets shot in the heart with an arrow, which is just a hilarious image. And then we uh, reset again and we see what Sarah's been doing this whole time. So basically, she, you know, is fed up with the time loop. She... You know, after um, she got pissed off with Niles, she goes and drives out to a cafe. She has a laptop and she starts to learn quantum physics. So day after day, she drives out there. She learns quantum physics. She meets with experts. She basically tries to understand, you know, what happened in the space-time continuum to create this time loop. She starts to go out to the cave and actually take readings. Eventually, she does a test with a, a goat and, and uh, a bunch C4. of C4. <laughs> yeah. And she finally goes to Niles and says, hey, I got a way out. I blew up a goat in the energy cave, and the goat is gone. He's out of the time loop. So I think if we blow ourselves up, we'll be able to escape, or we'll die. <laughs> but it's better than living forever in this kind of hell in her mind. Niles doesn't want to leave. He says that he loves Sarah. 
And it's kind of like, what? You're just saying that because you're the only person, we're the only people that are stuck in this together. She asks him to come with, and he says, no, I'm asking you to stay. Like, there's nothing wrong with this day. We can just keep doing this forever. So, you know, she goes off and she's like, no, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to reset or, you know, die trying. Niles finally realizes that he should do that. He's out at the bar and whatever has an existential moment with the bartender. So he steals the car, car breaks down. He gets a ride from the kind of crazy gun guy where they were shooting guns at his gun range. I do like the story about him saying, I'm your son. (laughs) That was pretty good. He gives one more very emphatic and impassioned speech to Sarah at the cave to explain why he actually loves her, I guess. And she says she loves him. They blow up. And it's... Next day, they're hanging out in a pool together. We're not really sure if it's actually the next day or a a repeat. But they're hanging out in... One of their hangout spots was this empty house that you know the family was on vacation on the day they were there but then this family shows up and they're like oh i guess the day they came back was november 10th so they moved on it's the next day and basically credits roll uh and i was like wow they really fucked over roy again but then there's a mid-credit scene of roy who goes back to the wedding and he talks to niles and says hey i got your girlfriend's message about this crazy theory uh are we sure it's gonna work and niles is just like I'm sorry, who are you? So he kind of realizes that it worked. And I guess the Niles he's interacting with now is just the normal Niles that had his normal initial reaction to that first day of the time loop, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, pretty much it. Movie in summary. Yeah. Like I said, pretty funny. but Yeah, it was good. I mean, there's parts of it that don't make sense. But I mean, most of the time loop movies don't. Like yeah, they try I mean, to explain it. At least this one they, kind of tried they, to explain it. They kind of tried to explain it. She learned quantum physics. She said, whatever, if we destroy the energy that's keeping us here, we'll escape it. Or I, I don't know. They, they didn't really explain it that much. But yeah, it was a little more technical than Groundhog Day of just, you know, kind of magic, basically. Yeah. Um, and it I, is I was also very surprised. I, I honestly expected them to literally just reference Groundhog Day by name at some yeah, point. Yeah, I, I kind of wanted that. But yeah, she just said like, well, maybe I have to be selfless all day and I'll be able to escape, which was a very clear Oh, yeah, of course. Day, but, but like... Not explicitly. Because, I mean, by by its own conceit, the, the movie kind of assumes that you've seen one of these time loop movies before. That's why we kind of start in the middle of yeah, one, it, really. Yeah, it starts midway through, right, right. Yeah. Though, I, I do agree with the part where she learns quantum physics. That's the best way to use your time yeah, loop. Yeah, that, that's my point of, like, I'd be okay in a time loop for a while because you would just be able to learn everything. Oh, yeah, I would I would like to learn different languages. Uh, oh, yeah, I'd definitely steal of... a plane. I'd fly, fly, learn how to fly a plane. and. Yeah, I, I would try to set up some sort of... I don't know how you could do it with one day notice, but try to rob a bank. I've always wanted to rob a bank. Just for like, fun? Like a cool heist thing. Well, I mean... But yeah, I don't even care about getting the money. I, mean, I just wanted it to be like a Bill cool... Bill Murray like... does that. <laughs> yeah. He does it in a very low-tech low, low tech way, but you'd basically probably do the same thing, that you'd just study the bank over and over again for like a weakness, and then 
It would just be cool to pull off a bank heist one day. I love heist movies. I would just want to live out one. You just got to make sure that's your last day. I don't know about that. I like, well, that it works on your last day. Yeah, if it, I guess if it works. But if, Don't if try it, it doesn't, for the first time on your last day. Yeah, if it doesn't, then, then you're screwed. I do feel like since they had this theory, like, I don't know. We've seen Andy Samberg there for so long. We, we don't know how long he was actually there. You know, he didn't do much with his time, it seems like, other than, you know, kind of the early part of the Bill Murray stuff where he just fucks around. All she did was learn quantum physics. Like, if I really had this theory, I, I probably would have taken a week or so to just, you know, learn stuff, game the, the stock market on the last day so that I could make a bunch of money. You know, you just do, do a little something to recoup all the time I've lost, kind of. Yeah, if you want to talk about time loops and stock market stuff, go watch Primer. But also don't, because it's confusing your shit. The movie has to do with the stock market? Uh, that's what... Because the two guys that figured it out are, like, super smart engineers. That's what they end up trying to use it for at some point in the movie. Oh, but okay. then it gets a little bit more crazy. It gets... I sent you the diagram from XKCD of how the time works there. Sure. It's hard to follow. But anyway, I don't know. I was kind of surprised they didn't do anything useful on their last day, but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of understand it a little bit because she was just so ready to leave that day because she's she wakes I guess up that day being the, such a horrible fucking The person. last thing she did do was give a really nice speech to her sister at her wedding and tell yeah. the groom not to fuck it up. Yeah. That, that was something she did, and I guess he kind of professed his love to her, so... Uh, yeah, it's more of a rom-com than Groundhog Day. Obviously, they're in this together, but it is so derivative of Groundhog Day. Like, I like the movie, but it's hard to really like it when you have Groundhog Day, the original, which is so similar to it. Yeah, but like like we said, like any time loop movie, there's no way to like make a cool new time loop movie, really, because it's Cal- all going to be derivative of, of Groundhog Day. I think the best one is probably Edge of Tomorrow, because it you mean tried the be whatever it's called now. <laughs> like, it's on the third title. I think now it's called Live, Die, Repeat, colon, Edge of Tomorrow? Or is yes. it the other way around? No, I, don't I think it's that, yeah. But at least that one kind of took the time loop concept and then just was like, all right, let's make it an action movie. And then not focus as much on the tropiness. I mean, it's still there, though. You still do go through some of the tropes. I feel like the movie could have done a little bit less with the tropes. And I do, you know, I like that they compress the timeline somewhat. But I also feel like we missed out on a lot of the repetitiveness. Like, it was kind of fun in Groundhog Day to follow along as Bill Murray learns, you know, exactly what things are happening when. Mm-hmm. Whereas Niles just was there. He dove, you know, he 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 had he knew everything already. Yeah. Like, I don't know, it would have been I, nice it, to maybe see been... that from Sarah's perspective instead of her instantly just, like, freaking out and, you know, trying to figure out how to get out. Well, it seemed like she was also living through the loop for a while. I don't know how long they were together. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think... It, it, they don't uh, you quantify know, people, any of that, unfortunately. People have done calculations of how long Groundhog Day is. I saw some articles about this movie, but I think it's much harder to quantify because... 
like there's no clear evidence of uh, i mean i guess you could quantify how long it takes for someone with no knowledge to learn enough quantum physics but like that's you also can't... hard to quantify because you have to base it on the person's base intelligence already which yeah we don't and you know can't quantify about. how long niles was there at all I mean, you can add up some of the days, but she makes a joke about it being his millionth birthday, but I don't, I hope that's not that true. Yeah, I mean, I assume if you got that long, your consciousness would just break. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. think humans can exist for that long. And we did have some problems with the fact that she blew up this goat and the goat disappeared but then they blew themselves up but they were still in the timeline for roy so there's, there's a, a little bit of a line at the end though that kind of makes it seem like she lied about the goat disappearing because he asks did the goat really disappear and she's like too late for that now and then they oh, run in okay, with the bombs okay so she just said that to convince him but she didn't yeah. have any fucking idea because yeah, there's like a 50-50 chance of them killing themselves or it actually working. Right, yeah. Well, I guess, I guess wait, there's, there's, what, three possibilities? Well, yeah, they just reset. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, at that point, if you've been in there for like, I don't know, a million days, let's say, what, I'd be fine with that option. When you get to the point where you're trying to kill yourself, you're you're probably, you know, ready to take the risks necessary yeah i'd rather kill myself in a way where maybe i get out and it, it maybe i actually die and i'm done or just i just don't want to be in the loop anymore i, I get that i don't know i could do it for a while I'd i don't know right. man i don't know because i don't know it, it would be like the, the loop's not that different from us being stuck at home and i already yeah, hate I, this what are you talking about we we've we've been doing this yeah, yeah. It's not any different. The other weird thing is they one night they trip on mushrooms and they see dinosaurs, but then at the very end of the movie there's dinosaurs. So I posited that it's actually real and that the cave is like a hole in the space-time continuum and it's actually like let dinosaurs come through from millions of years ago. I don't know. I don't know if they wanted us to think that, if it was just kind of a joke. I mean, it kind of is. It's a rom-com, whatever. It doesn't have to be that scientific. I assume it's actually just a joke, but I don't know how that makes any sense. Like, are there cavemen that made it through, too? Why were they... Cavemen didn't live with the time of the dinosaurs, man. No, but, I mean, is it only the dinosaurs? Like, why would it connect them through to the beginning of November 9th? 200 million years. Why would it only loop them to November 9th, but also connect to, like, 65 million years ago. I, I, science. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a science Wait. hole. It's just science. Yeah, just throwing throw a clip of uh, it's like Harry Jesse Potter. from Breaking you can explain... Bad going science, bitch. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like Harry Potter. You can explain everything with magic. You can explain everything in this movie with, with science. No, no, Quantum no, physics. no. Science, by definition, tries to explain things. No, <laughs> magic, no, no. Magic doesn't. No, no. Any sufficiently advanced science is indistinguishable from magic. Not to the person who understands the science. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. That part that part didn't make sense. Unless there was other other ways to get through time. Like they, they like become time travelers or something. I feel like if 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 it connected to dinosaurs, it shouldn't have just connected them to the last day. I don't know. It doesn't have to make sense. 
it doesn't really because going into the portal just somehow gets you stuck in the loop here even though you don't have to go into the portal again ever i i, I honestly think the aliens and in, in edge of tomorrow make more sense in terms of the time reset yeah it's just an ability they have they're i don't know like fifth dimensional beings i guess yeah, yeah. and but they at least they explain that one more but i don't know i don't think i don't think most of these movies explain anything you're supposed to go along with the trope of the loop. Anyway, this movie was funny, but Groundhog Day is better. Go watch Groundhog Day. Apparently they're making a TV series of Groundhog Day. No fucking clue how that's going to work. No way Bill Murray is going to be in it, so or it's not, not going to be as good. And how do you make this into a show? I have does an he, idea like, to make this into st- a show. Is he stuck in one day, and then he has to solve crimes? Like, every... I don't think they need to make it a procedural, man. No, no, that's what you do all the time. You just take any concept and then turn it into a crime procedural. No, no. That That's the general rule for TV. You don't remember that time they... Didn't they try to make a show where you... Uh, where it was like Edgar Allan Poe or something solving crimes? I, I, I swear this was a show and I didn't just imagine this. Uh, probably. Sounds but, like a show. Yeah, you just, you just take anybody and have them solve crimes. So this guy's stuck in a time loop and he has to solve... All the crimes that happened that day. But, I mean, I think they have to go back to the small town in Pennsylvania and Groundhog's Day. There's so... a serial killer there. The Groundhog Day killer. That's only one episode! No, he's also in a loop and he kills a different person, too. So the two time loop people, like, duking it out. See, now you're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't think this fits into Groundhog Day, but that's something. Oh, you... No, none of the none of our remakes are ever actually good. So that this is perfect. This is exactly what the show is going to be like. I predicted it. Maybe I've lived through it already. It comes out tomorrow or today what? or yesterday, November 9th. That and Groundhog Day. I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck with you guys. But we always do that on Groundhog Day. I always watch Groundhog Day on Groundhog Day. Seriously, every year. And I I set Groundhog Day as a holiday at work, and it. We have like this, like a screen that comes up and has like different pictures for Groundhog Day. So it comes up with a picture of them holding up uh, Pakistani Phil. Okay. I love Groundhog Day. And then I make sure that it stays on there for a cute couple of extra days. Or the same day. Yeah. That's how that works. Yeah. So anyway, good movie. I don't think it quite deserves the hype. I'd rather watch Groundhog Day. But if you've already seen Groundhog Day, this is not a bad movie. I still recommend you watch it. Yeah. The one good thing about like the time period of this movie, though, is that it's a better time to get stuck in a time loop. I think it was harder for Bill Murray in like 93 to go learn yeah, stuff. Yeah, he had to read books. Now we have and... YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Like I yeah. said, I could do this for at least a few years. Sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd learn a bunch of languages. That'd be awesome. Yeah, come on, get super linguist. Yeah, that's probably not what I'd learn, but sure. Well, because if you ever get out, that'd be so goddamn useful. You can go anywhere. Uh, I'd rather learn about you know stocks and and more monetary focused things, but sure. Well, other than learning about the ones that happen during the loop you're in, you're just trying to learn how to properly what like figure out stocks it's, it's, it's looking at it right now it doesn't even make sense i'm pretty sure 
The stock market right now literally makes no sense. True, but... Yeah. I don't know know about learning how to predict it when it's insane. Just go buy Tesla calls. That's all you do, apparently. That just prints money. Anyway, all right. Anything else on this? No, go buy Tesla calls. (laughs) Go watch Groundhog Day. No, go watch this movie. This movie's good. But also watch Groundhog Day. And every other time loop movie. There's like 30 of them. What? No, most of them are not good. <laughs> Groundhog Day and Live, Die, Repeat are the only ones you should watch. I I, I like the made-for-TV version of 1201. It wasn't bad. It came out literally the same year as Groundhog Day. Hence the lawsuit. There was a settlement. It was really? probably stuff. I'm pretty sure I read the I mean, stuff. I think they both ripped off a book, so... No, no, no. I think the film was based on the short story from, like, 73. Because it was also called 1201. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Yeah, Groundhog Day probably is the one that ripped off the other one. But, I mean, I don't know. But how do you get away with this movie, then? Like, this movie ripped off Groundhog Day, but... I think at this point, the time loop is such a fucking trope that you can just get away with it. It's not, like, unique. Like, what other time loop movies are there pre-93? I don't know. I'd have to look None it on Wikipedia. None. That list is crap too. It has so many things that just can contain a time loop at some point during the movie. Yeah, like Doctor Strange. Would Doctor Strange be good as a Groundhog Day type movie? You could make that into a show. <laughs> you know what? You know what would make Groundhog Day a good show? If every episode was literally the same episode. <laughs> They just released a season, and it's the same episode over and over again. episodes of the same thing, yeah. yeah. And then they just don't say anything to anybody? Yeah. That would be good. Yes. That's the show I'd make. I did try to start our call by rewatching this movie to fuck with Jimmy. He did, but I was really, yeah, I mean, it was okay. It would have been a lot more funny if you just didn't do that and then just... I'd forget about this movie by November 9th. Oh, you still will. And you do some of the shitty joke then. I'm waiting for that day. Yeah. 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 Anyways, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can find us on all the popular social media sites at StreamablePod and listen to the podcast on your favorite platforms. Please be sure to subscribe and leave us a review.